Welcome to On Air with Amber Wynn, where nonprofit leaders learn to fuse passion and commitment with proven business strategies to create long-term funding, impact, and sustainability. And now, here's your host and resident philanthropreneur, Amber Wynn. Hey, fam. Welcome to the show. Today, I wanted to just pause and just talk to you truthfully about grants. So today's episode is the truth about grants because time and time again, um, well-intentioned individuals start nonprofits thinking that there's just this swell of grants out there. And here's the truth. There's more to getting grants than just having a 501c3. And here's what happens. Nonprofits will you know, get their 501c3. And the first thing they'll say is, how do I get grants? And the truth is your organization is not ready for grants. Yes, you qualify. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, you're eligible, but you don't qualify. So today's topic, I'm really just going to break down the truth about grants so that you go into this really informed about what it is that you're doing. If you're thinking about starting a nonprofit and you're thinking about starting it because you think, oh, I'm just going to get grant money to cover that. I really want you to understand what that means. So when we come back from our first commercial break, um, let's dive into the truth about grants. Starting a new career in a new sector with unfamiliar job titles and new jargon can lead to frustration and burnout. What if you had an easy way to get up to speed, to learn the key elements of successful nonprofits and the critical steps we should all take to maximize our impact? Introducing the Nonprofit Essentials Certificate, three short interactive courses that cover three critical areas. What makes a nonprofit a nonprofit? How nonprofits raise money and skills needed to build a thriving career in the nonprofit sector. Interactive exercises and actionable advice from nonprofit experts help bring clarity to key concepts, and the end of the course exam tests your knowledge so you can earn a certificate and badge, and then quickly put your new knowledge into practice. The best part? The Nonprofit Essential Certificate is 100% free. Thousands of learners have already earned their certificate, making this our most popular set of courses in Nonprofit Ready. Register at nonprofitready.org and get ready to accelerate your impact and your career. Welcome back. You're on air with Amber Wynn. And today is probably one of the most important episodes since we've started. Why? Because nonprofit leaders have a tendency to, number one, think that getting grants are somewhat easy and they're not. And number two, have a heavy reliance on grants, meaning they think that's what their organization is supposed to be funded by. And I can't tell you how much far from the truth that is. The funding formula for nonprofit organizations is this. You shouldn't have more than 35% of your revenue coming in, um, coming from grants. 35% folks. Why is that? That's because it takes a while for you to get a grant. First, you've got to do the research. 
right, to make sure that you're in alignment with the funding agency. Once you do the research, then you've got to actually write the proposal. The proposal can take you anywhere between 20 to 100 hours, depending. Is it a foundation grant or is it a government grant? And I'm not exaggerating because for those of you who know, I was a very effective grant writer. And in order to win a, a grant, it's not a numbers game. People think, oh, I'll just send out all of these proposals to, to, to all of these funding agencies and one of them has to hit. That's not how it works. The most successful grant writers are those who write quality grants. It's not just um, interchanging a name, you know, and that's what a lot of novice grant writers do, not knowing that you really have to massage your proposal to the guidelines of the actual funder. So let's talk a little bit about, is your organization grant ready? Here's the thing. As soon as you get your 501c3, the majority of my founders, it's just a concept. Now, if you've been doing the work and you have a track record, that's different. Basically what you did was just, um, you know, turn your organ, turn your ideas into an organization. If you have a track record, then there's a higher likelihood that then you'll qualify for a grant. But if you're just starting out and you don't have a track record, it's a concept, it's something that you think will make a difference in your community, you will not qualify for a grant. Funders want to get a return on their investment. So what does that mean? That means that they want to know that there's a high likelihood of what you're doing is going to work. That happens by you being able to say, I've done it before, here's my track record. So if you're starting a nonprofit and it's just a concept, then I would not even suggest that you go for grants or large grants. You could always go for the $500, $1,000 grant um, at your local Target or you know Costco or something like that. But I'm talking about the grant that will fund your organization. And if that's where you are, then I'm going to just tell you up front that your nonprofit is probably not ready for grants. Because here's the deal. The purpose of a grant from a funder's perspective is to fund programs, period. But when you're starting up or even when you're trying to just sustain your organization, you need funds for salaries. And typically a funder is only going to give you, it's called IDC, indirect cost. That's your overhead cost, your, your administrative cost. Funders don't want to fund that. Why? Because a nonprofit is a business. It's just a business with a philanthropic purpose. And so if you're running a business, the funder expects you to run your business. That means they expect you to pay for salaries. They expect you to pay for your rent. They expect you to pay for the lights. They expect you to pay for the electricity. What they want to fund is the program. Do you have salaries on the program? Yes, they'll cover their salaries on the program. But Generally speaking, a funder is not looking to pay for salaries. So it's important that you understand, especially if you're just starting, that there's not grants out there just waiting to cover your salaries and waiting to cover a building. It doesn't work like that. And I really, really want you to be informed. So the, the funding is tied to a budget line item. And that's the other thing. Do you have a budget? If you start your nonprofit and you're trying to raise money, um, the first thing a funder is going to ask you for is a budget. Why? Because they want to know how much it costs to run your organization and your program because they're not interested in funding your organization. They're only interested in funding the programs. And how they know that 
is through your budget. So I just really want to recap that um, it's important that you diversify your funding streams. Start off if you're brand new, you don't have a program with a track record, start off with getting unrestricted funds. Restricted funds are those funds that are designated to something. So if you write a proposal and say, hey, I want you to fund this robotics program, the money has to be spent just on the robotics program. You can't take in the $50,000 and say, oh, I need $10,000 for salaries and I need fourteen, dollars you know, for the rent. No, it has to go exactly where the funder said it was going to go. Restricted to that program. So you want to get unrestricted funds. What are those? Those are donations from individuals. Those are marketing dollars. So that would be corporate sponsorships. Um, There are some funding agencies out there who will fund operations that could be unrestricted. But that only adds up to about mm, three or three or 4% of funders out there. Not a lot of funding agencies want to fund um, operations. So I am going to, um, I'm going to offer you in my bio, there'll be a link for just for you to look at alternatives to grants. Um, It's a funding resource guide just to give you some ideas of just some approaches you can take to generate funds until you have a track record. It's probably going to take you about, six months to a year to generate some type of proof, right? You'll have a program. You can say X amount of whatever your participants are accomplished A, B, and Z. Once you have that, then you're better positioned for a grant. But until then, there are some other ways that you can generate revenue. And so I've compiled some of those for you just to be able to bring money into your organization. So If you're just joining us today, we are talking about um, the truth about grants. It's a part of our our grant series, and I am encouraging all of my nonprofit founders um, to really understand what grants are and what they are not. And what they are not is something that you can just um, qualify for the minute you get your 501c3. Let's pause again for um, another sponsor, and when we'll return we'll deal with the Ask Amber question. See you in a few. This is you and this is your business. From invoicing your first client to your 10th client to your 100th client, you'll need to get paid quickly. Pretty soon, you'll be ready to hire some help and you'll need to pay them. As your business grows, Wave is there to grow with you. Hey, we're back. You're on air with Amber. And today we are um, talking about the grant series and in particular, the truth about grants. People think that there's this huge pot of money. And the reality is the majority of revenue um, out there comes from individual donors. Only about I'm going to say 26% of money that comes into nonprofits actually comes from grants. So, um, but it is and should be a part of your fund development strategy. Grants should make up about 35% of the revenue that comes into your organization. So 
like I said, we're talking about um, the truth about grants, but right now it's time for Ask Amber. And this is where you get to ask your pressing questions to me and I answer them. Um, let's hear what our, our question is for the day. Good morning, Mrs. Wynn. We are a full service volunteer based organization. We don't have paid staff, which also includes a grant writer. As the executive director, I'm looking into taking some grant writing classes. And I was wondering, do you have any recommendations that you can provide me? Thank you for your time. Thank you for your question. So yes, um, one of our sponsors, Nonprofit Ready, has a, a whole course actually on grant writing and it's free. Um, I suggest that, especially for startups, but in particular, you want to try and steward your resources. So if you can get anything for free, you know I'm going to recommend that. So nonprofitready.org. And then also Udemy has um, some grant writing courses as well, free. And then typically those um, those types of, of programs, they're going to give you like the intro, right? But if you want to get more detailed, like strategy and, and researching, um, how to research, you know, your funding funders or whatever like that, you could also check out your university's extended education. I used to teach, um, Cal State Dominguez Hills grant writing program and they gave out certificates. And so, you know, that's where people learn to, to actually write grants. So you can check out your university extended education. And also, um, I would reach out to the university extended education, get to know the professor, um, because when they finish with that course, they're ready to write grants. They may not have a slew of success, so that means that their rates may be a little bit cheaper. So what I always suggest to start up nonprofits, especially because you don't have a lot of time, is reach out to your extended education and ask them if they have any brand new grant writers who'd be willing to write your grants at a substantially reduced price so that they can build up their portfolio. So thank you for your question. And if any of you have other questions, feel free to hit me up on my social media. You can reach me um, on my website at www.amberwin. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also leave me an audio message on Anchor. So thank you so much for your question, and I look for future questions. Now it is time, my favorite time of the episode, when I get to spotlight you, nonprofits doing the work um, so that not only your potential clients can see you, but potential funders. So today we are talking about the Children's Bureau. The Children's Bureau um, protect vulnerable children through prevention, treatment, and advocacy. Um, since 1904, they've been a private nonprofit leader in preventing child abuse and neglect and treating children who've suffered. Let's take a look at the Children's Bureau. The common thread within the employees at Children's Bureau is that they are part of a family. We believe in the mission statement and the vision, but more so job satisfaction is key and it's really rewarding when a family or a child goes to the therapist and says, thank you, you made a difference, you taught me how to care for my child, you taught my child how to flourish in school. 
That's job satisfaction like none other. It, it's very rewarding to to meet the families and to provide them with training and information about who the children are. The families come to us on a journey to create a family. A lot of families come to Children's Bureau to foster adopt because they can't have children of their own. So I want to make sure in my role that their journey is as informative, comfortable, exciting, um, positive as possibly can be. When I was was approached about this program here. Uh, a little intimidating because all these programs had to be created and started from scratch. But to be able to work from ground zero and within a year have these programs that have done so well and have been a benefit to the community in such a short amount of time has been very professionally fulfilling for me. I can remember one time where I had to help this particular mother who she was turned down by several agencies and when she was referred for the program that I'm doing right now, I went beyond to help her. And it happens that the mother uh, got therapy for herself, she got therapy for her son because they were traumatized by the father. But um, by helping her in Spanish and get the connections for her, she was able to actually get a new job and Maybe like a month, a month and a half ago, she called me. She was actually living in San Diego. She kept my phone number and she said that she was very grateful what I did for her. That night, I went to my house and I prayed that I felt good about what I did. Thank you, Children's Bureau, for all that you do for families across L.A. County. And if you're interested in supporting this organization or if you need services, you can visit them at www.all4kids.org, all for kids, or reach out at 323-652-2332. And moving on, um, so now it's time for Amber's Mindset Minute. In the Mindset Minute, I just pause and I talk about whatever actually is on my mind. Um, and since we're talking about the grant series and the truth about grants, I really just want to zero in on this fact. A nonprofit cannot survive off of grants alone. A nonprofit cannot survive off of grants alone. And a lot of times, uh, misinformed, well-intentioned individuals but misinformed, come into the space thinking, yeah, I don't want to run a business because, you know, I want to start a nonprofit and I want to get money, you know, grants to cover this and grants to cover that because they didn't do their research, because they listened to all of the myths that are out there about grants. Um, and so I just want you to pause and listen to me when I tell you that a nonprofit organization cannot survive off of grants alone. And it shouldn't. Why? Number one, as I said earlier, it is a process, right? It takes you anywhere between, gosh, it takes me about five hours to really do research on a program that I'm looking for funding for. Start there. Then after that, you know, actually writing the grant, it's anywhere between 20 to 100 hours. And then after you write it and submit it, 
it's up to the funder whether they believe that your program will help them achieve their funding goals. So that's a hit or miss. Now, imagine trying to run a nonprofit organization solely off of somebody thinking that what you've written is perfect for them. So it's a hit and miss. You cannot successfully run an organization off of grants because there's no guarantee that you'll get the funding. And so without that, there's inconsistency in your programming, inconsistency in the community. Grants are perfectly fine um, as a portion of your funding strategy, but not the whole thing. You need to have unrestricted funds. You need to have every nonprofit should have 10 streams of revenue and grants should be one of them. But by all means, please recognize that an organization cannot survive solely off of grants. It cannot. So if you haven't started your nonprofit and you think you want to start one and you want to start one because you think you're just going to get grants to fund your organization, please pause, do more research. If you're in the struggle you've had your organization for one or two years and you can't figure out how to get the grants, know that it's probably because um, your organization needs to do more work on um, explaining the impact that you have and more work on diversifying your funding streams because no nonprofit can fully, you know, operate off of grants. So be mindful of that. And if you come into this space thinking you're going to get grants to completely fund your organization, start doing your research to find out what other funding sources are there. In the bio, there's a link, and I give you um, just a few recommendations for the type of funding sources you can use to get you through or to help you um, as you build out your organization. All right. So that's that for today. You know, we've got more coming in the series, but I just wanted to start off strong with letting you know um, the truth about grants. There's so much about grants that you really should know before you dive into it. So thank you so much. If you found this episode helpful, please share. Make sure that, you know, everybody's getting this information. It's free. Um, my goal is to help nonprofits be successful and to sustain their organization. So be sure to share this episode. Be sure to subscribe so that you can know when the next episode is released. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Head over to www.amberwin.net slash podcast for the links and resources mentioned in today's podcast. See you next time.